The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to Formula Life Sports Talk. We are back for another good show. Um, you know, I've been out of town. Alex has been running the show. Deborah, Cindy has been running the show. And it's been pretty good. So I commend you guys, and I thank you guys for that. Um, it's been freaking good. I've been, I've been getting a good word on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I popped, in, I popped in from time to time. Just, Alex was holding it down. Was he? Yeah. Well, that's what they said. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm no comment. Hey, yeah, no, <laughs> no comment already. So we'll see how far that goes. We did miss you, and we do like having no, you back, No, though. you didn't. No, y'all didn't miss me. Speak for yeah. yourself. All right, yeah. well, I had I'm to say kidding. that at least, right? <laughs> hey, it's uh, election time. Um, it is. I'm not going to tell anybody how to vote, but if there's but any vote. indication, yeah, we go vote because they're voting everywhere. Right. And I mean, what I mean by that is they got dead people voting in different cities. In Mississippi, mm, you do. have dead people voting. They got people showing up what? in Florida what? at old people's what? houses saying what? they'll take their vote in for them. Like, yeah, yeah Miss, you from Mississippi? I am from Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> what do you mean? We right. have, uh, you never pronounce every syllable. That's right. Jeremy Bridges is on the show. Uh, we'll uh-huh. get into some things that he's doing or about <laughs> to do. And then, you know, we just get into our Clancy Corner down and dirty with Deborah and Sydney got a pool table incident that you mm. might hear from time to time <laughs> that uh, we talk about. Well, we voted t- on a pool table for what though? What did you vote for? For president. That, see, that don't sound good at all. I know, right? <laughs> Sounds more like a Bill Clinton kind of thing. Bill, Bill. <laughs> I didn't say under it. I said yeah. on it. Well, it's the same difference. Yeah, yeah but we're gonna we're gonna do a little football. Sydney uh, got some Vegas numbers that. Uh, that Vegas so-called loss. I don't know if Vegas can ever lose, but you know we'll talk basketball also. Um, you know, let's get right into football. But we, Jeremy's on the show again. He has some stuff. What is it going to be called? Uh, bridge. Uh, taking it to taking the bridge. It to the bridge bridge over to the troubled bridge. waters. All of that. Anything <laughs> <laughs> about a bridge. Take it to the bridge. So, uh, you know, I'm going to help him out with the show until uh, he find him a, uh, you know, Tanya Sa? Uh, I know people's faces. Yeah. So I'm, you say I'm, names. I'm like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I, I saw her. She was at my uh, show on um, Sundays at yeah. the uh, bar. And, uh, you know, everybody think they know everybody. So yeah, I said, well, yeah, come do, come do the show. And we, you know, we only have five mics. We only had four mics. We got five. Deborah's using a a 1960s. Uh, kind of wannabe mic. That's the mic they use in Hustle and Flow. That is it. All that's right. the one All right, right there. I'm liking it. Oh, no, I'll break it down. down. <laughs> that reminds me of what was that? Good Morning Vietnam oh, yeah. with Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> 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 it is better. It is Veterans Month, so That's you know right. it's a good segment. Sydney. Thank you. Hey, NFL. I was going to give up my stock on Michael Vick, and even as he's even though he's from my hometown. But why I won't do that because his offensive line thing. He took seven sacks last night. If you watched the Monday night mm-hmm. game, and, and Vick, um, I think he's trying to make it happen. When I don't think you have to make everything happen when you got Deshaun Jackson, you got Deshaun McCoy, when you got all uh, who was the uh, Macklin. 
Avant Avant played a great game last night. Right. And you got all those guys and weapons around you. um, But I don't put too much blame on Vic anymore after I watched. I watched the Arizona Cardinals destroy this guy. I think they had five, six sacks against him. And that's the offensive line. Sometimes you need change. And we could talk about Andy Reid being on a hot seat or Vic being replaced as quarterback. Either way, if you don't fix the offensive line, and you can see that with the Arizona Cardinals, if you don't fix the offensive line, you're going to have problems. I don't care who the quarterback is. Unless it's Kurt Warner. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, he didn't, one thing, one thing that he did last night that I didn't, I haven't seen from him in a long time is he would go to the ground before taking the hit when he, when he ran out of the pocket for positive yards, which I mean, I guess is, is a nice sign to see because he's not, he wouldn't be fumbling the ball as much. I mean, he, he's not sliding. He's like diving into the ground, but I mean, he threw for 272 yards, threw for a touch. That 99 yard, uh, interception, uh, pick six was, uh, kind of problematic for them because they were starting to gain some momentum. But, yeah, sacked seven times. I think this is just a scapegoat. He's going to be gone after this year. Andy Reid will be gone after this year, hopefully in San Diego. Do you get rid and, of both of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. both of them? If one's gone, both are gone, I, in my opinion. I think well, there's I, a lot of places. There's going to be a lot of firing um, this year as far as the NFL goes. And how. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of firing. But Lots of movement. Andy Reid, I, I think he may be the longest tenure head coach uh, right now in the league on one team. Yeah, Jeff Fisher was. Hey, Fisher yeah. was. But, Fisher left, yeah, yeah now, now he's uh, with the same team, I mean, right. with the same team. Fisher was over in Tennessee. Uh, now I believe it's Andy Reid. But he'll find a job. If he wants to coach again, he'll find a job. I think San Diego will be bring, perfect. They try to bring Tuna out of retirement. Yeah, I think San Diego will be perfect because they need a name down there. They need somebody that will demand respect. And maybe North Turner will go to Philly because Michael Vick needs something. If Michael Vick does stay – uh, North Turner is an offensive guru, so. Well, Mike, Mike's knows? not going anywhere because he just signed a quadrillion dollar contract. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, just, I mean, as, as far as that, you have to do a lot of trading to get rid of that guy. One, you know what I'm saying? So he's not going anywhere. They're going to give him another year to try to prove himself, and they're going to build an offensive line around him. So, you know, and it's crazy. Produce. It's crazy you say prove himself because he's been in the league a while, but as far as, I, I don't know, last year I thought these guys bounced back at the end of the year well. Um, when they had that little run, but he still didn't make it to the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles was eight and eight, right last year. Yeah. And I thought they'll come in and, and and make some noise. We looked who won the Super Bowl last year. They were what a nine and nine six, and seven. nine and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so I thing. thought, go ahead. Debbie. When you got somebody like Michael Vick that's been hit so many freaking times, I mean, he's having a normal reaction to abnormal circumstances. When you get hit that much, it's like being shot at. You're going to start ducking and weaving, and it's going to be, it's you know, it gets embedded in their psyche. So for him to come back, he's going to have to do a little work. I mean, he's definitely, I think he's definitely a good quarterback, but he's going to have to do a little bit of uh, mental work on all that. I've seen some of that, um, his Brett Favre and him trying to force play passes in. Still, I still saw some of that, but I did see what Alex mentioned earlier where, you know, mo- most times he'll try to make some spin out of a play and cause a fumble. Uh, he just hit the ground. I, I don't think either he, he doesn't understand or the receiver or the running back doesn't understand the hot route, because mm-hmm. somebody's going to come free. I don't care right. what kind of offensive line you have. Somebody's <laughs> going to come free if I'm blitzing. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, you saw Deshaun Jackson last night. Mm-hmm. You, um, you an offensive lineman, Jeremy, you, you understand the concept of, well, okay, the quarterback yeah. has to know, because he's pointing at the middle linebacker saying who the guy is, yeah. and, and he has to know that, okay, I'm telling my line block this way or somebody on the line saying block this as, way. As a quarterback, you have to know in this, this league of sophisticated blitzes that they bring mm-hmm. nowadays, and everybody mm-hmm. loves the double A-gap thing. Right. Well, somebody's going to be unblocked. So, like you said, there has to be an exit. There's got to mm-hmm. be a scapegoat. Somebody's got to know that, okay, i got to cut this route off. i got to shorten it. i got to do whatever, whatever. They were down in the red zone a million times yesterday yeah. and couldn't get it done because right. the Saints kept running the same blitz. And somebody kept coming unblocked. Well, Vic should know that. And with a quarterback like Michael Vick, uh, I mean, okay, he's getting hit. 
Yeah, whatever. This is football. You're going to get hit. Right. So who cares? Uh, if I know one man's coming <laughs> unblocked, I'm, I'm going to invite him in, and I'm going to sucker him. I'm going to run around with them fast feet I got, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make I'm gonna make something happen with my feet. Like, well, like you ain't got to uh, get hit. Slide. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's Like Archie Bronco say, feet, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Michael Vick's not the only guy. Michael Vick's not the only guy that gets pressure, that gets that has to run out of the pocket. Why is he the one that's getting hit? Exactly. I yeah. think that he throws the ball at one speed. He throws the ball at 100 miles an hour. Terry Bradshaw which is, which is, Well, Terry Bradshaw has a lot more Super Bowls than... Uh, yeah, than, but before... He's, I'm talking about just throwing, not the Super Bowl. Well, Super yeah, Bowl. but but I mean, you, you see all these touch passes that have become part of the quarterback's game now that Michael Vick, Vick has never adapted to. It looks like when they run a play, that as you were saying, that's the only play that they're going to run. So <laughs> if, if there's an audible on the defense, they're going to run the same play that was called in the huddle, which separates him uh, negatively from everybody else in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless if he makes $100 million or not. Every uh, quarterback has... has Carl like, Blunt to do check off and do yeah. those things. Everybody has option packages. You know, you never go into a a play with one play. Never. Not in this NFL. You know, yeah. back, in, back in the day when, when Bradshaw was playing. Maybe Shoot. so. We, but, didn't uh, do it in, uh, we didn't do it in high school. And no, I can, and I can no. imagine how sophisticated. Yeah. High school for me was a long time ago, but yeah. I can imagine... Really long time possibly, ago. <laughs> you too. Cool. Yeah, I think but I was a quarterback, and we had plays that had my name in it. But we had, um, <laughs> they were option plays. Kwame Wright. Yeah, it was. Kwame Wright, Kwame Lennon. I tore my knee up. That's why I said I can't quarterback again. My brother took my job, actually. That's probably why I can't quarterback uh, again. You still feel bad you, about that? No. Nah, um, <laughs> let me think about that for a second. You're trying to yeah, get yeah. me back on the couch, Deborah. No, no. I've heard your voice change too many times to know what's up. Uh, no, my brother's actually a better athlete than I am. Some, some, you know, some guys got it mentally. Some guys got it physically. Um, but when you got both of them, I knew you were gonna say. Yeah, I got you both. Gotta, you do, I got both. <laughs> when you gotta do both of them, when you got both of them, you do a radio show. Anyway, as I was, yeah, like you gotta be, able, you gotta be able to take it off the field until the radio show. That's yeah, right. Right. Hey, that's why Jeremy, Jeremy about to get a show. So I mean, right. can, big transition. Big, you gotta be the transition. So right. I'm not done yet. I'm just. Yeah, but in you limbo. Get, you're, the, you're, <laughs> you're walking over the bridge. Yeah, I'm in limbo right walking now. Walking over yeah. the bridge. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll, you know, while you're going, we'll run your show for you. That's what I'm talking we'll about. We'll do something for you. That's enough people. Y'all call me on the phone and I'll, you know, I can. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work in. Yeah. And it's on a, as long as you get it on your day your day off, it'll That's be on right. Tuesdays. That's it, it's a Tuesday. Today is a day off. We'll get it on your <laughs> day off. That way you can call in. Um, and they did a good job with when I while I was away. So, anyway, what do you guys think? Let's get off Vic, because, uh, you know, everybody else is getting off Vic. <laughs> oh, oh. Vic is off Vic, yeah. Yeah, Vic, you, you just see that look on the sideline, not just Vic, but the whole team. You, see, you watch the tight end go to the sideline and just put his head down like, look, we, and you, somebody mentioned every time, Jeremy mentioned every time it was in the red zone, they couldn't capitalize. Mm-hmm. So that look and that disappointment, when you're bad, when you're playing bad, all those bad things starting to happen to you, especially when you got a good team. When you go back to that, here we go again. Don't you think he'd be perfect for a, a smaller market team? Like, say you have to trade oh, the house Vick? for him. Say, you have to tra- say like, I, for example, Team Jacksonville. Let's say they they can't get people in the stands. Their team's garbage. Excellent for Jacksonville. So, okay, so, like. so, 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 you, so, you put, so you put him there. You trade away every draft pick you're going to get for the for the millennium. But you have somebody that will put people in the stands. And then, eventually, and then eventually an owner will be able to sell it for triple what he got if you have Michael Vick there. So, granted, he makes $100 million to put people in the stands. I don't think he's as good as everybody thinks he is. Oh, Michael Vick? Yeah. He's not. He's kind of like, no, you're going to cut my head off of this. No. He is, he is an exponentially <laughs> better version of Tim Tebow. That's what he is. Are you oh, oh he's my listen, 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 listen. So he, he runs the ball. He puts Tebow. people in the stands. Okay, he hasn't won Jack. And, you know, he, he has 
he has an average throwing arm just because he throws it faster. He's got a, he's got a great arm speed and distance. You, doesn't mean he's a good passer. You know what? That's, I mean, that's a good point as far as passes and throws. There are quarterbacks that pass the ball. There are quarterbacks that throw the ball. But if you put your team together and you got a choice between Tebow and Vic, I'm saying he's, saying, an, expo- <laughs> he's an exponentially greater version of Tim Tebow. But you have to see, he's a run-first quarterback. Tim Tebow he used was to a be tight a run-first end. quarterback. Tim Tebow was a tight end, and that's how they should use him. And he'd be as successful as he's ever been in his career uh, at University of Florida. He'd be more success. He'd be a Shannon Sharp. Who to knows me. if he has hands? He has. Do we hands. know if he has? Yeah, he, he has, has two hands. Of them. He well, has <laughs> hands. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, so does so does Kwame Brown, who's the first pick overall. Oh, yeah, They're smaller that, than that mine. Oh. Stone. Oh my God! Don't ever right, say so. Kwame small and Kwame small the same sentence again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. How about this? Let's get off the uh, Eagles and them, them guys. Jacksonville's yeah, good. Jacksonville is a good place for them. Yeah, but they, they're they about that. to lose uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, too, because he's yeah. not hurt. He held out. Anytime you hold Kill out. Kill my fantasy team. Anytime you hold Kill. out, you're going to get hurt. That's selfish. You're going to get hurt. But he's not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> How about the Arizona Cardinals? we got a minute to break, uh, but the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> We want to talk about them. We always got to talk about the home teams. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals. We got a minute to break, but let's get right into it real quick. Four and zero. Let's. I'm gonna go back to last year. They were six and two. You guys were six and two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year, and that was that was like okay. Well, I can't wait to Flagstaff because you did. You go up to Flagstaff. You you finish with that momentum. Six and two. You can build on that. You can build on it. I know about destroying some things and you know you have something look that looks good and then somebody who can't play on top management they destroy everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you six and two you finish the season like that and you come back and you go you start off four and oh and now you sitting in a break four and five and everybody's looking around i haven't heard anybody or seen anybody pointing the fingers yet but we'll definitely get back to that uh coming in the second segment we do have a uh, clancy's corner in the second segment but We'll talk about the Arizona Cardinals briefly, then we get in Clancy Corner. Cromwell Sports Talk, we'll be back in about 60 seconds. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
No, we we, we left off. We talked about. We do have Clancy Corner in this segment. We left off talking about the uh, Arizona Cardinals and what's going on with these with them now. This is the ninth week in the season. And there's a lot of there are a lot of head coaches right now that's they've done pointing the finger at themselves and now they're calling their teams out. And if you listen to some of the uh, post game speeches by. Wizard Hunt, uh, and I'll go with him since we're here. We always got to talk about the home team. The Arizona Cardinals, Diamondbacks, Suns, and Suns stink. Jesus Christ. Give us some time. Give us some time. You know why you're saying that? You know why you're saying that? Give us some time. Because the Lakers are one and three right now, and that's why you say, give us some time. Give us some time. You couldn't wait for basketball season. No, you're right. We, we're we're hey, into hey, that. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Well, I just changed my I changed my clans' corner topic. I don't care what you're talking about. I'm a diehard Suns fan, all right? Hey, you're not even from and here. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Jesus about. You're not even right. from here. You got to give them some time. You know, they still suck. They I'm have all, <laughs> all new components. They have their, their starting five besides Gortat. Name, name a star on their team. You got to have a star. You, no, you name, don't. Name, yes, you do. Gortat. You got to have a star. Yeah, yeah Gortat. Dragic. Remember, remember they, they I said never got rid of him. Yeah, Two years right. ago, I said that Martian Gortat would be an all-star when he came to Hold Phoenix. Hold on, time out. And he should have been last year. Hold that thought. Okay. There was on the corners in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the house. <laughs> no, we I, I, we gonna get into we gonna get into that. We gonna for real. The Arizona Cardinals, man. Uh, not just the Cardinals, but the coaches across the league are now pointing the fingers at their teammates and not taking the blame. Most coaches that I know, even when their team play bad, they take responsibility. And at some point, some players got to do that. If you have a veteran team, a lot of these guys, don't, a lot of teams out here don't have that veteran leadership. If you got leadership on the team, I think coaching now is just a management job. You got a lot, a lot of those guys, and those guys got to trust each other to be in position to make plays, be in position to trust that guy next to him. That's how you win. That's how you consistently win, in my opinion. So now I'm listening to the post-game speeches of a lot of these coaches, and they're saying, well, this player and that player, I don't care who you are, which means when, when a coach says, I don't care who you are, he's talking to somebody that's oh, a superstar. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just somebody. Directly, yeah. He's got a name in his head. Right. He might, well, he might as well have a big phone finger pointing at him. <laughs> exactly. He like, I don't care. That's I'm you. I don't care who you are, Cindy. <laughs> but, you. yeah. Uh, no fault. He, yeah, when they say that, they're, they're primarily talking to somebody who's somebody on that team yeah. who's not stepping it up. And it can't, it can't be on that defense. I mean, I don't know where it could be. Now, the defense. Uh, you think he's not talking about the secondary? You don't think he's talking about Peterson? It can't be the defense. Peterson, Peterson got lit up yesterday on I, Sunday. Okay, I'll let you finish. And so, I'll, go, I'll, okay. go, I'll let you and Jeremy get into it. He got that. lit go up ahead. the secondary. So they were down 24-17 in the third. Uh, what's his name? Tom Crabtree goes right up the seam. That was a 72-yard touchdown pass. It was on the secondary somehow. No, it Adrian wasn't. Wilson, that was wasn't. it on your boy? No, it was, was on the linebacker. If he was by himself with nobody behind him, whose fault is that? First of all, it, it, First was, of all, it, it was, was a linebacker. It was a blown something. Right. Uh, second of all, he came Adrian Wilson, a.k.a. Dub, missed the tackle. Third of all, uh, and fourth of they all, scored. Yeah. 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 And, and, and lastly, yeah. so we can finish that part of it, Jesus. it was a blown coverage. It was but a blown coverage. It you, was. You talk I wasn't pointing one finger on one person on that I, play, I don't know. but somebody's got to be back. It was I mean, a linebacker. Be, yeah. You watched the play. I watched the play over and over because I was doing the game. But the, the safeties were probably over top too high. They was outside in cover two. Most of the time they outside of the hash. Um, it was a linebacker. So in that situation, in that part of that time of the game, everybody's responsible for somebody. Even even the quarterback, somebody responsible for that guy. Been all he was was displaced. Yeah. Normally he's in the, he's in the backfield. He right? was in the backfield. Yeah. He ran right by the linebacker. The linebacker. I want to say it was. Uh, uh, I think Schofield had went out. So um, mm. I don't believe it was Schofield. Quinn, they, Quinn Groves. It could have been fifty two. Fifty four. Fifty four. Yeah. But he was looking in the backfield, and 
by the time he got he regressed his ass to the uh, Crabtree, he was yeah. already gone. Because yeah. he let that ball go on perfect timing. They yeah. were side by side, but mm-hmm. when you're facing one way and the other guy's running forward, you can't. You got to turn around to even try to catch him. Right. I mean, you got to think. So the first the first rental cop touchdown was uh, was an uh, holding on uh, Donald Driver. That he set a pick and it wasn't called. So Renikov walked into the end oh, zone yeah, yeah. for the twelve yard line. Third down. Uh, they were down. They were down twenty four seventeen. They played a good game. Sacked twice only. Laurent Stevens Halling had a good day. Uh, what's his uh, skeleton through? Skeleton through twenty three or forty six for three hundred yards. This game was not Skelton's fault. I'll no, say that. They played yeah. well. They played well. Line. well yeah. How many guys dropped passes too? That were yeah. right uh, there. Seven. Seven guys did. Dropped seven guys dropped passes. They were right there in their hands, and they're just like. Oh. Now it's gonna happen in a football game. You're gonna drop passes, and it's gonna fumble. But yeah. those passes they drop was to sustain a drive. I mean, they had down. Aaron Rodgers threw sixteen. Uh, he, was he was fourteen terrible. for thirty. Yeah, exactly. For four touch. I mean, exactly. you, you don't throw for two hundred eighteen yards and four TDs. Thirty-one times, and, and the guy. And we talk about Aaron Rodgers only played fourteen. 70, yeah, seventy-four percent or seventy-five percent for the year. Seventy percent. Well, and this is what thing, I mean the by the defense. About this game is that. The Cardinals lost this game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It That's was, true. It that was is just, correct. It was just yeah. it was just actually a loss. They you know, the team, you know, they made more plays than them. They lost the game. Mm-hmm. Now the four before that, hey, now now we can get a little we can start digging now, a little bit. Okay, now, <laughs> now that's what I'm talking so about. Let's dig. The thing the thing <laughs> about it, the thing about it is is that when when there are problems, when games are being lost in a row, then there's a, com- a multiple components that go into that. Mm-hmm. So coaches have to point the finger at themselves too. Well, my thing about the Cardinals is, and it always has been since I've been back, you know, and, and for everybody to know, I got released uh, yesterday, you know, saying, Oh, I didn't know don't, that. Don't, 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 oh. don't say all for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> don't cry out to me. Don't cry for me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was kind of what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first of all, shout out to the Arizona Cardinals, all my boys. You know, I love y'all to death. Uh, but it's, this is for me, this is, this is the best thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I was released off IR. You know what I'm saying? My, my doc cleared my thumb, said I could play tomorrow. So, we we got up out of there. And, well, uh, this is one of those cases where the new our injury reserve rule, where mm-hmm. two well, whoever can, uh, more than two one guy can go on IR, but you can only bring one guy only back. Only bring one guy right. back. Yeah. Okay. So Beanie is the one guy to bring him back on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Well, he's a, he'll be cleared to play this week, which yeah. they gonna lose this week on that bye week. Yeah. And they can lose <laughs> a win on that bye week, depending <laughs> on how that team comes together. Exactly. Exactly. Because then they go to um. Then they got to go to Atlanta, yeah, who yeah, might yeah, be nine and zero yeah. by the time they get there. Yeah. I think yeah. New Orleans is going to shellack them this week, but that's you, me. You think? Oh yeah, I think it's time. I think Drew well, Brees is going to turn uh, out. I, think so I don't want to take it away. I, uh, a loss is. You remember yeah. when Atlanta not a bad was, loss? Yeah. Not a bad no, loss. A, a fighting of yeah. you fighting if you, to the if end. If you lose you like forty-four to twenty or something mm-hmm. to New Orleans, that's three and five. Forty-four to twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying it could be. Yeah. But sorry, I, I digress. That's all right, sorry. But you got released yesterday yeah. because of the IR rule, and, and I and I hear what you're saying. I, all of us do actually, but you know, you, you with a team that's looked like they're falling apart. At what at what point does the Arizona Cardinals? You've been in the organization. I've been around them when they allow me sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at at what, what point do? Yeah, I got to sneak through the back door. They still sending, trying to get me in the back door. Yeah. Hey, at what point do um does Coaching, because Russ Grimm, I, I, I got him. I'm having a problem with now, Uh-oh. and I always thought he was, you know, he's a Hall of Fame guy. He he, he was a Hall of Fame player. He uh, he's not a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. At what point does he start mm-hmm. taking the blame? Start being like, okay, two friends, Wizard Hut, mm-hmm. Wizard mm-hmm. Hunt, and uh, yeah. Russ Grimm, two buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, I I want to I want to co- coach with my friends. I want to play with my friends. Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting your job done, it's time to go. Well, friendships well, are great, I mean, but not in business. It's, it's, right. And you the know? thing about it is, is that it's, I don't I don't put it all on Russ's shoulders because uh, you know Russ coaches Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His yeah. offensive line coach. That's how he got here. Offensive line wasn't horrible. You know what I'm saying? So 
But the thing about it is that they ran a, a totally different offense in Pittsburgh. You know, a lot of short stuff. You know, they did throw the ball down the field, but off play action. Yeah. You know, they threw the ball short and let their play players make plays. Well, well play here, action requires a running game. True indeed. Yeah. But yeah. you have you have to be committed to the run before you can run the ball. And I say and that I say that all the time. Too, Go ahead. You you? Yeah. I mean, they had a completely different staff that they were working with in Pittsburgh than they're working with here. They're not the same. Well, players. I say that you have to be committed. Also, you I don't care if you get in one yard. Uh, well, I do care, but because we talked about, I think. Mean, but the right, yeah, but that's yards, the run game, though. That's seven the run yards. Game. Yeah, when I was a Carolina, I was a Carolina for three years. You know, with D'Angelo Williams, uh, Deshaun Foster was there when I first got Stewart? there. Then they, then they got Stewart. We would run the ball, and we didn't care if we got two yards. The next play is going to be a run play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, then we'll get forty-four yards. Right. All right? Yeah. 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 But you have to be you have committed. Jake to one play at a Jake time and commit to That play. was that Barry Sanders uh, yeah. thinking, because Barry would lose forty yards and, and come back and run sixty. Right. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, Beanie Wells was a beast last year. He was. I mean, he played a through monster. injury. He, he played finally through. came into his own because coming well, out of college, he was a uh, well because always he hurt. didn't play through injury. It seemed he when never he came in the league. Yeah. So then last year he's like, screw it, I'm going to take this team on my shoulders, which he did. And, and I mean, he he killed my, he made my fantasy team kill it last year. I, I know what I'm talking about. You going back to your fantasy had him, team? Had him both selfish, selfish, selfish. He was like, yeah. hey, I go damn this. right it's selfish. Damn right. He, um, everybody talk about this like guy, that. Beanie Wills, never been hurt. Well, in college, when he was hurt, he didn't have to play. It was because Lake you fell off that him. year at Ohio State. I mean, he he was hurt. He, he I watched this guy himself. in a bowl game. They came out here and played in a bowl game. He did not play because he didn't want to get hurt because he was going to draft. Right. I think they yeah. were playing Texas. I believe Ohio it. State in Texas. So now he get to the league where they're going to pound you. I don't care who the guy is. If you're supposed to be that guy, if I'm an office coordinator, I'm running you. I'm running you. And I go back to making a violent effort to run the football so it opens up everything else as far as my passing game. Well, Benny, I thought last year, came into his own in the game that – um, put me in mind to to say that is say that Pittsburgh was, game. No, oh, well, Pittsburgh. remember Pittsburgh? Wait, it was Baltimore game. He was yeah, running Baltimore. hard. Well, they gave yeah. up a twenty point lead. Yes, yes. Hey, but he was running hard. Yeah. Yeah. He was that a was a tough one. That was a tough one. <laughs> he was a reason. Hey, I'm not you even looking at you looking at Dre like it was his fault. <laughs> I'm not even talking to No, no, that was, that was a tough weeks. one. That <laughs> was a tough one. That was hard. Jesus, that was hard. Let's let's do this. Well, you know, you know, we're gonna go in class corner, but I want we're gonna skip this break. D. Good. Do we get to talk about Doug Martin at all? Doug Martin? Who was that? The, the muscle hamster? The Bucks. 250 scored. for four touchdowns. Oh, sorry, Cindy. Go oh, oh. Yeah, that guy. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't touchdowns. worry about me. Uh, don't don't touch me again because I won't. <laughs> he had 25 I'll, carries, 250 yards, and uh, four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he from uh, against, against Oakland? Oakland? He's against from Oakland. And he's from Oakland. Right. Right. He went Boise State. He got yeah. high feet. And Boise State scored. don't have a running <laughs> game. Yeah. No, he was uh, he was beastly. The only guy ever to run for forty three touchdowns for over 45 yards in a game. Uh, most fantasy points since 1970. Mm. I played against him this week, so that's unselfish. Yeah, I didn't say that. No, that's not unselfish. That's he not smart. He put up points on you, me. You want to have a uh, <laughs> you, you want to have a fantasy <laughs> football <laughs> segment? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I, ha- we can do I had Carson Palmer, and he still crushed me. I can't play fantasy football. Too much time. Too much time consuming. And then well, you're you got, allowed you, to now. You got to. Um, I, I live in the real world. Now. I don't do fantasies. Yeah, well, that's all about the fantasies. Come on, yeah, other than the that's a different story. Yeah. Well, the Cardinals need to pick it up, and, and definitely the Suns, and we'll get it to the Suns in a bit. But let's get it a quick Clancy corner. I want to do two quick things. One, shout out to Andrew Luck. Uh, threw for a rookie record, four hundred thirty-three yards. Um, something that was overlooked a little bit. Ryan Tannehill is third or fourth on that list. He threw for 421 this year. So people aren't really looking at him. He's having a hell of a year at, uh, coming from A&M. Granted, it's the same, it's the same scheme he ran in college because uh, Mike Sherman's a coach. coach. But uh, he, he's, they're doing a lot of good things down in Miami. Now, having said that, uh, Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, 2,404 yards each 
They have the same amount of yards, same record. So what, what Indy did, I believe, was the correct move now, even though Peyton Manning is doing way better than everybody thought he would do. I, I, just a shout-out to Andrew Luck. Now, the Lakers, 1-3. I, I don't Agreed. think I don't think that I, I don't think people realize that a swingman like Kobe, Michael Jordan, people like that in, in the history of the game have ever had a stud point guard on the same team. So the backup Michael Jordan had John Paxson, had BJ Armstrong, Steve Kerr, guys that would just spot up, hit threes, coming off the uh, Jordan, you know, driving Scottie Pippen, having oh, the big guy down low. So the thing that's gonna happen with this, it's gonna take a while. Innovation innovation is always questioned. So Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant will be fine in due time, but people need to get off their asses for the time being. Now. Listen, you don't think B.J. Armstrong was a stud? I don't, but he wasn't a star point guard. He he didn't average twelve assists a game. That's right. So I mean, he was he was a good, serviceable point guard who could knock down the three. Well, the thing I later realize is that me being a Suns fan, I'm a Suns fan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> for the last three years, Steve Nash. We've only we've only had him healthy about sixty five percent a year. Yeah, and I don't think the Lakers understood that when they got him. All they saw was the flashing lights. Like, we yeah. got Steve Nash now. Well, Ooh, we got somebody sure. to give Kobe the ball. That's yeah. all he had. And, and, and then they was going to get uh, the big guy. We got somebody to dish the ball down because that's all Steve Nash. Steve Nash can hit you thirty points if oh, yeah. you want to. Yeah. But I like when Steve Nash hit you twenty and have about but I will I will yep. still hold by my theory that Steve Nash is the reason why the Suns aren't better than they are today. Because really? they always got to the eight, 8, 9, or 10 seed. They never got a good draft pick because on his talent alone and because his because he could dish the ball to no names like Peyton Manning did in Indy before he made them names, mm. they won enough games to where they weren't a lottery. They didn't get a lottery pick. They always had the 12th, 13th, 14th that's pick. That's If they sent him away four years ago to New York or wherever DN20 was at the time, then you get you you have a crap season for two years in a row like OKC did. You get two top five picks, and then you start over. So, now you're talking about management because I don't think Steve Nash oh, has anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you're talking about management because Sean Marion was on his team that they let go. They didn't want to pay stock. Sean Marion? Hold on. He wanted so much money. So what? It's basketball. Want money. It's, money. It's, uh, yeah. it's always it's, money. It's going to be money, but you know what? what? It's about. He wanted the money. He didn't think he, you don't think he deserved that? I, I do think he did. There, in the there's beginning. nobody who was in small it, forward. Nobody stopped him since he'd been a son. Uh, nobody he got a lot him. of money since he's been in Dallas. Like he has been very productive. He has a ring now, extremely uh, productive. Like, no, abs- I agree. But I'm saying you had Stoudemire. You had the players you can keep and build around. But when these guys start asking for money, now they, they become selfish or they become greedy. But you, if you know, I don't know the uh, basketball business, the finances of basketball, but I know they got guaranteed contracts. Oh, I know, yeah. I know, I couldn't ask for that same thing in football. No, you got to. Signing bonus, and then you got to wait. You know, conduct detrimental. That's what you get. You hold out for the signing bonus, <laughs> yeah. and then that's pretty much guaranteed. And then they find ways to take it. But in basketball, these guys get paid a lot of money to play basketball, and they should ask for it when they contract up. Because one injury is knees, ankles, whatever, they're done. Yeah, but you just kind of counteracted your point. All, all, that, no, all, no, all no, the money they got was guaranteed. So even if they get injured, they get paid. You gotta get so, the money so first. You gotta though. get it. I mean, what you? you gotta I, get it first. I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't think. I don't think Steve Nash hurt the Suns. I think the Suns hurt Steve Nash. They didn't put anybody around him, and then the guys they had around him, they left. Right. Well, because they Amar- left. They Amar- 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 a punk. Okay. We you tell me about this. Amar- this. He's Amar- not a punk, but you tell me about this guy. Mario well, hasn't done anything important his entire life. They let life. a guy go to Houston and then bring him back last year when they could have just signed. Right. Him no, two years I agree ago. with that. I agree with that. But they brought in Aaron Brooks and I'm he talk- went to China and never came back. Hey, about Drogic, right? Yeah, yeah, um, But isn't Brooks What's going on over here? Isn't Brooks in Brooklyn right now? Is he in Brooklyn? Uh, no, Sacramento. It's amazing. Sacramento. All the facts. Oh, all I'm saying is, I, all I'm saying, 
that's not all I'm saying. But one of the things I'm saying is <laughs> that uh, <laughs> one of the things is you want everybody to get off the Lakers back. I'm giving the Lakers time because it takes time to build a oh, team. Yeah. I said chemistry. that. Yeah, I said that initially when they first got all those stars. Yeah. I was like, okay, don't expect them to be 19 and 19. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, give them a little time to jail. It's gonna take time, you know, to get that cohesion. Absolutely. But Especially as far but as far as the Suns go, get a lottery pick. We gonna get one this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I think <laughs> they're, gonna, <laughs> they're gonna make the playoffs this year. I think it's gonna take them a little time. Luis Scola, Martian Gortat. Or two, it, that's a great You think the Suns going to make the playoffs? Oh, yeah. If Michael Beasley can keep his head on straight and Drogic can average, whatever, 16 and 10, I don't 16 think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I will, I'm rooting for them to you make know the playoffs. Save that, save I'm that with you. Everybody make the playoffs. I'm with you, Clint. And me, clip. me being a fan, I'm uh-huh. with you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Save Jeez. that clip. You got the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Kings ahead of the Lakers and the Suns. The only reason... You a little easier on the Suns because they tied with the Lakers. They won in three. No. The Lakers have no. a better team, but they don't have chemistry, so they basically the Suns right now. Yeah, but you no know, they chemistry. don't have Kobe Bryant either. Chemistry's coming Isn't back Isn't it kind of them. early to I be having this heated of an argument that's about that? Let's talk about spring training for next year, then. Let's talk about some baseball. Training opens February 23rd here in Arizona. I'll be sure to move by before then. Let's talk about hockey. Oh, what hockey? Yeah, hockey. Yeah. who? <laughs> yeah, they, too much money involved. When you put that money involved, that hockey team, uh, shoot, we were talking about hockey when they was talking about moving the team from out of Glendale or keeping the team in Glendale, but they was going to do it under the rest of uh, the uh, community, the fans. I just think that you see what, what the NFL did when we they locked us out? They set off a wave, a tidal wave. The yeah. NBA tried yeah. to do it. Yep. Hockey's doing it. it. Seems like hockey does it every baseball, year. Lately. Baseball is talking about it. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, Everybody wants to hold out. See what the NFL, see what you did in the NFL. I would understand. Right. On owners. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would understand for baseball because those guaranteed contracts are ridiculous. A-Rod hasn't been relevant since he signed that $275 million, the second one. Is that Texas huge still deal? paying him, too? Yeah. yeah Texas of course paying. Are they still paying him? Yeah. And the Yankees will be paying him when they get good rid of you, him. A-Rod. That's good business. That's so, good I was trying yeah. to hit his Shout agent. Shout out to his agent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, well Scott Boris is, Scott Boris I mean, is a genius. Yeah, he's he's probably the most powerful man in baseball. Yep. Yeah. I mean, besides Bud Selig, I would think. He's like Arliss. Remember that show, yeah. Arliss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Arliss awesome. was a good agent. Wasn't that kind of based on him? <laughs> wasn't it wasn't one of those guys, yeah. 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 Oh, Arliss? Arliss, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of um, current athletes on that show, on yeah. the Arliss. That was uh, a great show. It was, I thought so. He comes to a lot of games. Saw him at spring training like three or four times this year. So was he the only one there? What a spring training. Nobody cares about baseball. Jeremy, Jeremy. I'm I'm a Yankees fan, though. Sorry, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Yankees, Sox hat on your team. I just love the hat. I just love the hat. Sorry, love the hat. Sorry. I got like I have like thirty Yankees hats. He loved the hat for the same reason. People wore the Raiders jackets and jerseys. The colors, the colors, the black and white. It's got camouflage in the socks. It's got all kind of things going on. So we can't see veterans. I'm holding it down for the vets. Hey, going back to NBA, can I ask an NBA question? Sure. I know. There's a lot of NBA guys here. Ask Alex. Are you going to ask? Yeah, a lot of them have pool tables. What's the new flopping warning thing? They're already enacting it because it's the Manu Ginobili rule. Manu Ginobili rule, pretty much. It started with Vlade. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to Vlade Divac. He's the uh, one brought it. They didn't yeah. call him Floppy Divock for nothing. Um, so what happens is you get a warning the first time if if you're accused of flopping. The second time you get a fine. I think it's five, five grand. Thousand to start, five grand, yeah. which is like you could find that in their couch. I mean, it's or in their it's, table. it's a means to something changing. Just like the baseball one game playoff, like that's going to lead to other things. I think so that's th- a lot more. A lot more what? Um, classy, I guess. If you have to find people to not flop. 
Them yeah. grown men, really? I don't believe well, in that flopping but, stuff. But it, it'll make man. it. it, it it'll, it'll, up, it'll change. Man. It'll change. That's so hard. five grand, and then it goes to like I think seven, nine, and then on the sixth one you get suspended. If you're flopping six times, you're not playing the game. True. Out like, of, in eighty-two games, I don't care. True. So Listen. multiply eighty-two by forty-eight. That's how many minutes are in. A season? That's, that's so, six times a crybaby. There's a difference, there's a difference between yeah. taking the charge and flopping. Flopping is so obvious. That's yeah. what kills yeah. me. Yeah. You know, and they had to do something because it's slowing the game down. It's, it's taking away from the game. Well, don't, don't, don't start me. I can go back to football. We can start back taking away from the game. But flopping. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so obvious. You know, anytime you see a guy standing straight up and he does the wave yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Before he like, hit the ground. I had to see, I had it's to see, like the reverse worm. I had to see, uh, I had to see the big guys do it. I, yeah. Somebody, you let this little guy move you and you start yeah. roaming over the top ground. Blake yeah. Griffin's the new one. 6'10". Is he flopping now? Oh, he's, 290 he's pounds. Like, yeah, and you let this 180-pound uh, guard run yeah. you over. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. That's ain't Dwayne, not Dwayne, but uh, LeBron do it. I'm like, man, if you don't get up. Yeah. If you don't get up. just stand there, they'll fall. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the biggest, strongest oh. men in the world. Right. Like, you, know, you don't get up, man. A freak. Yeah, he's a beast. All right, well, Jeremy, tell us, tell us about your show. How, oh, what, give, give us a concept about taking it to the bridge, man. We, uh, we're just gonna take everything to the bridge, and I am the bridge, <laughs> and, and and whoever whoever <laughs> whoever whoever's blessed, you know, saying to sit with me in the show, we're, oh, gonna, okay. we're, gonna, we're gonna take it to the bridge, man. We talk about sports, we talk about entertainment, we talk about life. Uh, we have a segment called Pay Your Toll. You know, well, you got to call me and uh, and ask me a question or shoot, shoot a topic by me, and we'll, we'll oh, discuss it. Bridge, man, toe. Yeah, you right. must go have some trolls on the show. I'm going to have a troll sign. <laughs> we do the segment, and I'm going to put the troll on my face. Yeah, so we can. you got to pay your toe. Hey, well, they were talking about, Ryan was talking about, I think uh, Ray mentioned this something before, um, the TV stuff. So when you do get the TV, I, I, I'm a huge fan of having the animations, that, you know, the buttons where you got different uh, yeah. You the know, the fart button. Yeah, different sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a the revolutionary yeah. ones like that. Yeah. Everybody loves the fart. Yeah, button. I'm a huge fan of all that stuff. I know when I go to uh, when I do other stuff that you can control that, and it's just it's fun. It makes yeah. the show fun. And it's sarcasm and humor they mix well. That, you know, yeah. I was gonna say that. I was yeah. like, because you can't get too serious. Yeah. Or Sirius Satellite. You can't yeah, get too serious. Yeah, Sirius Satellite. Excellent. Nice one. You hear me? You hear me? Yeah, you got the, you got the sound. So taking it to the bridge, huh? Taking it to the bridge. bridge. Man. Like Ho- it. Hopefully, it's, 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 hopefully we can bring it to fruition, man. It's, uh, it's a vision of mine. Hopefully my man Kwame Lassiter is going to help me out with it. So I think I know somebody happen. that knows something about it. Yeah, I know you do. Mm, okay. I mean, and I trust your judgment. Bro. Know people who know people. Yeah, right. yeah. And this crew, with this crew you got here, you got to know something. Oh, yeah. They've actually been good. And I say actually because all of them haven't been good. Uh-uh. He pointed at me. No, he's yawning. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's, <laughs> he's he's surprised then. Then I do the air quotes too, huh? Yeah, you sound surprised. <laughs> no, no, I'm not surprised. I'm just, I'm just having fun. No, um, it doesn't. But you don't have to protect Cindy, me, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy you, have, you have actually come into your own. So I mean, you, you was quiet over there. In the job, I know. I used to hide without a mic, didn't I? Yeah, high five. They high five in the studio. TV. Liked it a little better. You did when she was quiet, huh? Uh oh. It's okay. I got the, I got the nostrils flared out. I'm going to go out to the parking lot. I get, I get on uh, to uh, what Jeremy was talking about on this show. This I like sports shows, but I talk about life and sports mm-hmm. too, not just statistics, not the numbers and everything. Mm-hmm. But I like to trans. You know, Alex. You know, he he does a good job bringing a life situation into it because he talks about the money all the time because he's player hating because he's got to make a lot of money. He's got to make a lot of money. But it's life situation. I couldn't give you that money if I couldn't. If I wasn't making that flat, yeah. He, you want everybody to be broke. You make your you, money on your fantasy crazy. football. You are nuts. You make your money on your fantasy football. That's say, yeah, you want to win? In theory. You want to win? In theory. If you win, how much you get? Less than what you got paid. 
Fantasy football is kicking butt right now. People make a whole bunch of money. Right, you're in the wrong league. So I'm going to start my own league. Talking about life stuff, what about Chuck Pagano's speech? Yay. Okay, so that was like that was so, so you have you have sixty yeah you have sixty sixty guys in there just like at the at the mercy of Roll this man. guy yeah. you just see him deteriorating in front of you and going through the chemo and everything not to say that you won't get better but going through the chemo and everything he that was a, one of the best his, he heart, his his spirit is in the right place he, oh, yeah. he, he is better. a powerful he man yeah. Yeah. that was I mean you could give a crappy speech and have it still be good that speech was. Probably, one for the it ages. It was heartfelt yeah. because that, that was one yeah. for the ages. That was a man that that's, doesn't really know what his future holds. Yeah, yeah. Right. but he's telling you what he wants to happen. That's yeah. right. You know, he says he's gonna dance at his daughter's wedding. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. He's telling uh, you. Two yeah. of them. I said yeah. hers. And, and that, yeah, that's something else on there. <laughs> and it's in worst case scenario, you got something because it's bigger than you. And he's made it bigger than him. Exactly. Um, right. Worst best case scenario, you know, you leaving something for those guys to follow. Let's go get this done. Uh, somehow, some way, within the next two or three years, because they have Andrew Luck over there. They have a quarterback that can get it done. So when right. you look at what Andrew Luck is doing on the field, uh, I didn't think I said two and fifteen or mm, two and mm, two and fourteen, three and thirteen. I thought the Indianapolis Colts wouldn't be that bad. They're better than that. They're way better than that. Well, and they Chuck left that locker room letting Luck know. He said, "I'll be calling you tomorrow." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he's getting back in the game. He's going to be coaching them from right. wherever he needs to. And coach they beat a tough defense yesterday. Well, you, with Miami. What, 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 what do you think about that? I was, I was impressed. Yeah. When, yeah. when Pagano comes back, what do you think about that? The guy who's been coaching them, does he go back to offensive line coach? Or? I don't think he's going to come back. Who Pagano or the yeah. offensive line? I think I think, I think Pagano will well be. Enough. I think Pagano will be the Joe Paterno in the Upstairs, sky. Yeah. And then you have the guy. You don't want to mess up not, the flavor. Not now. Joe Paterno dead, but in the box, right? Too soon? Oh, my God. I don't what think too soon. In the box. Oh, yeah, in the box. Oh, okay. Don't kill a man. Oh, in the box. kill him. Oh, in the box. I'm trying to get a Welcome in, Bobby Lester. You damn right. Jeez. I don't wish death on anybody. Speaking of Joe Paterno, God rest your soul, Joe. What What's going on with What's Sandusky? He's never gonna. He's never gonna Sandusky be out of jail. Sandusky's probably getting oiled up right about now. You know, you know what Sandusky's <laughs> in? Yeah, yeah. Sandus- Sandusky's in a in, in a solitary confinement. Yeah, he's not coming out. He's standing yeah. COs. Why? Why? <laughs> I why why should I'm, he be put in solitary confinement? He's standing COs. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, I think he should be put in general pop. Yeah. And let yeah. the boys yeah. have their way with him. Well, yeah. you have to because so you, so you give him special treatment just because no, his name. I'm not saying he's not going. He's not going there because they put him there. I said he's slapping COs. When you when you assault a CO in prison, he did that. Yeah, I know this. Yeah. They put you in solitary confinement. Okay? How you know this? Oh, you're supposed to see your thumb in lockdown. I tell you what he did. I said if I ever go to prison, I'm I'm go, I'm going there for a real reason. And when I get in there, I'm going in there for the same reason I'm, I, I got there. So what he did, some dusty did. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. Because everybody's not built for 20 years. I'm talking about me. So you'll never be able to do a jail, and then you can go to jail. You can go to the boys' home. I'll be too popular. No, you'd be a nice little treat. Yeah. You'd be a nice little treat. Popular. He no, said I'm it saying. right. Yeah. You're real popular. I'll be popular. It'd be Clancy's Corner for real. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, did you watch um, Well Played, sir? Did you watch Oz? Are you... Oh, I my God. Don't start that I shit. I loved Oz. Did you love Oz? Did you love it? I thought it was good. Man, we're going to take a break. We got down and dirty with that. Well, let's take a break. Y'all can take the show somewhere else. That's what I'm talking about right here. Bring it back hey, if you haven't man. voted, go out and vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for, vote but if there's any indication, hey, Quam Lot Sports Talk, we'll be back in the next <laughs> minute. <laughs>
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an Internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to Quantum. D, you better step it up over there behind them, behind them doors, man. I don't, we can't hear that music. You playing what you like to play. What, you a rapper? Oh, that, he did that's rap. A, that's a four-segment music. Oh, okay. We skipped the third yeah, yeah, segment. That's why. my music. Oh, D, I apologize. Lay off. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, D. We got a new sheriff in town. <laughs> You're on top of it, dude. Now <laughs> I'm back. We, we, shoot, I think we are in the last segment where we got to get down and dirty with Deborah. All right, well, we're going to talk about the quarterback sneak, and this is one that's held on the sideline, not on the playing field. When I looked at uh, Peyton Manning this weekend, I saw some things that I really kind of liked that I'm not sure if he even knows that he's doing. Um, we're used to him being on the field, switching up plays and making things happen, but I'm talking about uh, being on the sidelines and having the, su- uh, the huddles that he has on the sideline. And some of the things he may not even be aware of is some of the benefits that he's bringing not only to the individual players but to the team as a whole. So what I look at is, you know, of course he's ignoring the defense that's out on the field, which he should be because that's not his. That's not what he needs to be focusing on. He's with his guys on the sideline calling them over, and what he's doing is not only setting up some of the plays, looking at what just happened but what's going to happen in the next play. We're looking at the elements, and I'm talking about the human elements that happen, some of the subliminal messages and the underlying human needs that are being met by these sideline huddles. Um, part of what happens is it starts to motivate the players to give more, to do more, and to be a more comprehensive unit. Um, when he starts to work with the guys on the sideline, part of the human nature is they start to feel like they belong, that they fit in, that they're actually a part of something bigger. And as humans, we all want to belong. They actually are knowing that they contribute, that what they do actually matters, that it's adding to the whole. And we all want to contribute. It's part of our human needs. There's actually a level of growth that they can strive to do better. They can learn. They need to keep up and go beyond where they already are if they want to keep in that front offensive line. And then they actually are learning 
they're learning how to be more disciplined, more dedicated, and to know that they actually deserve. They actually deserve to win because they've busted their butts through the week doing the hard work, being disciplined and dedicated, so they deserve to win. There's also an element of leadership, to be inspired, to be intense, and to be intentional as to what they're going to be doing when they get back out on the field again. He's teaching them how to build routines, routines for what you do off the field, how you think, how you feel, how you act, and what you believe when you come out of the field, so off the field, so that you can execute better, more fully, and more comprehensively when you go back on the field again. So whether the last drive was a well-executed drive of plays or not so well-executed, he's still bringing the back when the seventh point, which is to focus, to not think backwards, to think forward. What are you going to do next? It's that next play in the moment that matters. The one you just did doesn't really matter. Who gives a shit? Because it's over and it's done with. We're moving forward onto that next play. So I'm looking at what's going on, and if you're not, obviously, playing for the Denver Broncos right now, you can still do this for yourself. You can strategically plan how you're going to continue to set yourself up on the sideline. I do it with my offensive players, defensive players, special teams, doesn't matter. They all have routines for what they do on the sideline to make sure they can set the tone for how they want to play that next play to stay motivated and do what they need to do to win the game. You know, it's a handful of quarterbacks out there, and you make a good point of of his... um his uh, Peyton Manning's focus. When Peyton Manning's on, on that team, and you probably, because if you remember, you probably saw it with his uh, Tennessee, University of Tennessee uh, volunteers team. But when, when he's on that team and he's in the game, you can see everybody's like just kind of gravitate towards him, mm-hmm. his thinking, and how he prepares for football games. When he got to Denver, I noticed a lot of things, and we talked about these players that they don't have. Right. We talked about what they're not going to be in their first year, and we forget that Peyton Manning is that guy, commands that much respect. Guys want to work out. They want to stay later. They want to come early and get it done and soak up to soak up everything he has. And and I don't know if you call the guy a perfectionist, but he, he gets those guys around him to play. What the Denver Broncos did also to help Peyton Manning out and who he is and what he, what he does best is – they got some of his guys that were in Indianapolis. They mm-hmm. got, uh, what was it, Tammy? They got, uh, who's his, Copley, mm-hmm. uh, Decker. And he's making Decker look like a Pro Bowl player. That's right. right. Uh, same, thing, same thing he did with a young Reggie Wayne. Yeah. 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 Now, to me, uh, Peyton Manning is a demigod. Mm-hmm. You know what a demigod is? Half man, half, half man, God. Half God. God. Yeah. yeah. Talking about me. Which, he ha- which half is, is which? It's important to know. I don't know nothing about <laughs> I just know what I see on the field there. I'm going to leave all that to you, oh, man. Okay, <laughs> just checking. Yeah, check Dale's seat over there, too. She was reading that about Peyton. She was squirming. She was squirming. Yeah, oh. so you got to watch. <laughs> so, but he's a demigod, man. This, this guy is hes amazing. And like Dale said, he makes everybody around him better. He doesn't pay attention to the defense when we're on the field. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about all that. Right. All he wants to know is our next drive. Can we score again? How can we score again? How can we be better if we did? If I threw an interception, I'm telling you why I threw an interception to the receiver. We need to do this. We need to break this route off here. So on and so forth. We need to change our snap count up more. We need to go in with three plays on one play as opposed to two, whatever, to make that offense more efficient. Did we think, it uh, is crazy. Did we think John Elway was crazy or did we think Peyton Manning was crazy? Because it looked sexy for Peyton Manning being in San Francisco, Jersey, because he was going to go there. But being mm-hmm. who Peyton Manning is, Peyton Manning is actually an offensive coordinator under the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think he would play well at the, for the 49ers with that coach uh, because he's an up-in-your-face coach, and Peyton Manning don't have time for that. Right. I, I, yep. You mentioned a point. You mentioned something that if I throw an interception, I need to know why I threw that interception. I need you to know why I threw that interception, right. and I need right. the receiver to know this can never happen. He threw a couple bad ones last week. Right. And, and, but the, to, to, to the point, to Jeremy's point, He's always in a game. 
He's always, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yep. Look at how many comebacks he's had this year in Denver. But he's always in the game. Last year we talked about Tebow sustaining drives, keeping that defense off the field, and that defense was always fresh. I think it's now it's, it's balancing up and it's switching off to, well, Peyton Manning can sustain the drive. He can get you well, on third. And part of what he's doing is he's keeping his offensive guys in the, in the game as well, on the sideline as well as on the field. Yes. And what I liked about what Jeremy was saying, too, is that when you start asking questions, you start focusing your mind. Mm-hmm. So the mind doesn't have time to drift back and worry and wonder about what you just did and That's what right. you did right or what you screwed up or whatever. Right. He's also he's using the questions, as you mentioned, to keep him focused, keep him moving forward. And the brain always wants to solve the problem that you ask it. So when you ask it a question that's going to move you forward, then it'll give you an answer that's going to benefit you on that next play and he's using the emotions if you take the emotions because the emotions are the glue to memory when you're in an emotional state and now you're asking the questions to get the right answer it's going to stick in your memory so the opportunity to play better the next time and the next game and the game after that goes up as well i I remember uh they were down i think two scores with like five or six minutes left against the falcons in week two i believe fourth and goal from the three yard line he audibles out and and uh and runs a draw to Willis McGahee. So it's not always with and they score a touchdown. It's mm-hmm. not always with his arm that he's doing this. No. They yeah. utilize the run game so well in Denver and it's it, that's that just adds to his add to its legacy because he didn't have a run game. I mean, he didn't have much of a run game the past few years in Indianapolis when he was there. Well, was so say, it was that's, all that's, passing. That's history yeah. repeating itself cuz think about when he had Adrian James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, like he would always audible out to, you know, even even so much to the point where when Edge came here to Carol, to Arizona, they Edge changed. Was smart. Kurt did the same thing with Edge left and Edge right. You know, what I'm saying we got in a hurry up offense, but that was that was some Indianapolis. Yeah. You know, so he's just bringing it with a smart running back like Willis, a veteran guy. You know, what I'm saying that can handle you know handle it mentally. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's it's money, man. And talk about mm-hmm. a physical marvel. I mean, Willis McGay, he's broken. It. I mean, he was out of the league. Yeah. And then he just come with Buffalo, and then he just comes back and yeah. revitalizes his career. It's unbelievable. But I, I think you're, I think that with Peyton Manning, I think that he didn't go to San Francisco because the NFL, the NFC is a gauntlet with all those incredible teams, great defenses. He doesn't want to have to pay, play his brother ever. And he comes to the AFC, which really? is it, it's a well until they get to the Super Bowl this year, both of them in New Orleans, which would be I think Roger they Goodell's they, like dream. You know they're, they're, those two have made history. I think both men have played in the Super Bowls back to back. Yeah, uh, I think it was Peyton then Eli or Eli then Peyton. So it'd be great. Who's going to go down as the best ever? Is the question. If Eli wins Eli, one more, Archie. if Eli, Eli wins, oh, <laughs> Eli. Oh, yeah. nobody from the Buccaneers Archie, can ever. No, it's going to be his wife. So if Eli wins one more and Peyton doesn't win, wait a minute, Eli has two. Peyton has right, one. Right, but now Peyton still looked at as the best quarterback. But the numbers, I, the Super Bowl numbers, everything else is Peyton. Well, I don't play football for the Super Bowl and the money. I understand. Oh, okay. So I know I know that. Oh, okay. trust, trust me, I know that. We all yeah. know that. Trust yeah. Me. No, I got that. You only play football. No, that's, that's, Do you think well, that once you get to a certain point in the NFL, not, not to break up the whole man thing, yeah. we call it the business aspect of the NFL. He don't listen to me when I say when I when I give him crap, I understand. Now it now it's just a a stinging point. So are you saying Ben Roethlisberger is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning? Because he got he been to three Super Bowls and have two. Yeah. yeah Are you not. saying he's a better quarterback? Yeah, a better than I, I'm saying when it was all over defense. We, defense? No, they, no, no. They, Pittsburgh has a defense. No, no. Well, still, uh, that's, but that's what I mean by yeah. you know he has a better supporting cast around. Him. And know. he had Jerome Bettis for one of them, who was one of the who, best running backs ever. And um, lost, almost lost a game in Seattle. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Oh man, we can't get nothing past Time flies when you're having fun, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when you take commercial breaks. Yeah, we, we, we took one commercial break. I know, I know. Hey, 
It's too bad we gotta go. We got thirty seconds, so they tell him. Get us another hour. Vote, go vote. We can do another hour. We can get a his show behind us. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris, at Clancy's Corner. You can check him on at Clancy. What is it? What's your Twitter? At Clancy's Corner. Only two and a half years in. Okay, X Clancy Corner. Down and dirty with Deborah. Your clearage.com. Cindy Liska at. And I love pooltables.com. You just got on Twitter, right? I've been on Twitter for two Get on up. I don't know. You you got Twitter, Jeremy? I do have a Twitter. It's at Big Slab seventy three. Okay, that sounds like a, 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 a barbecue. That was my next choice. That was my next choice for mine. Don't go there. We gotta get out of here, man, before we run over somebody's time. But you know, this Quorum Lot Sports Talk. Go out and vote. Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back next week. Um, stay tuned for Jeremy's show. It'll be a while, but you know, Working stay tuned right. anyway. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> he'll be he'll be in and out of this show too. So yeah, that's right. All right, you guys take care. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.